0: light that spark fire nation. It's JLD here and welcome to episode 1783 of EO Fire where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to accomplish that one big goal, the Freedom Journal will get you there in 100 days. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Zach Obrant. Zach, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Yes, sir. Yes.
0: Zach's a co-founder of Book in a Box, where he helps entrepreneurs and other professionals turn their ideas into professionally published books. Zach, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a glimpse of your personal life.
1: Background for for Book in a Box, my, my co-founder, Tucker Max, and I had been in the publishing business for ages. He obviously was was an author and had published his own books. I'd worked with a bunch of authors independently. And the the challenge that we kept running into was that the people who we'd get most excited about their book ideas, the people who are really at the top of their game, running businesses, kind of changing industries, were almost always too busy to do all the writing themselves. And so we'd end up working with some really great people, but a lot of people who uh, were trying to prove themselves or were trying to to kind of step up and build a name and not not the brightest and best. And so what we found was that what those people needed was just a lot more support and a, lot, a way to, to save a lot of the time rather than rather than invest the thousands of hours themselves. And so basically what Book in a Box is was a response to that. We, we started working with this woman, Melissa, who was one of the top re- pop-up retail people in the world. And we said, what can we do to support you to make this easy and worth doing? And what that turned into was Working with her to develop an outline and structure, interviewing her through all the content, uh, having us write the first draft, working with her on revisions, and then handling all the design and publishing and marketing as well. So that was about three years ago. Since then, we've worked with about 600 authors, uh, taking them from I have great ideas in my head, but nothing started, all the way through to finished book available for sale and, and in readers' hands.
0: What this says to me, Fire Nation, is that so many of us suffer from the curse of knowledge because we know something. We just assume other people know those things, and that's not the case. I mean, Zach and Tucker, they could have just assumed that other people knew X, Y, and Z about writing a book and promoting it, etc., but they would have been wrong. Book in a box is that answer. You know, Podcaster's Paradise, for me and podcasting, is that answer, so... Look for those things that you might be suffering from the curse of knowledge for, and say, "Hey, maybe I can teach this. Maybe people do need this knowledge." Now, Zach, you have a few areas of expertise, but what would you say your number one specialty area is?
1: After 600 books, it's got to be <laughs> it's got to be writing and publishing.
0: Zach, what don't we know about writing books that we should dig deeper?
1: Yeah, so I mean, especially in the entrepreneur world, there's there's a few challenges that I see people run into over and over. Uh, And the biggest one is that when people, especially entrepreneurs, decide to write a book, they tend to, if they're going to spend any time on structuring and outlining, they do it pretty quickly. And they want to dive right into writing words. They want to get words on paper. They want to see progress. They want to hit their 50,000-word goal. And what ends up happening is that they get through all that. They have 50,000 words on paper, and they say, oh, crap, now my editing actually involves rethinking ideas, restructuring things, and it's a lot harder to play with the ideas when you've got hundreds of pages of text to work with. So, the the biggest thing and the biggest piece of advice that I tend to have for entrepreneurs writing books is to slow down and spend a lot more time building that foundation up front, right? Getting really clear on what are your goals? What is it exactly that you want this book to do for you and for the audience? Who is that audience? Uh, what do they need to accomplish for it to be worthwhile? How are they going to talk about this at a cocktail party? And then literally just using the ideas and not any of the writing, what exactly is the full flow of the book that will accomplish that, right? How does chapter one break down? What stories are you going to tell? What examples? And if you're like most entrepreneurs, you start doing this and you get frustrated and just want to start writing. But from what we've seen, people who really slow down and do all of the thinking and mapping and structuring up front, the writing becomes a lot easier. It's just getting words on the page. There's no such thing as writer's block because you always know what's next. Whereas the people who try to do that thinking and writing together merged into one tend to to have a lot more challenges getting the first draft out and then run into a, a wall when it gets to the editing phase.
0: Fire Nation, doing these things right at the beginning is going to save you so much time in the end and is going to save you so much heartache and so much potentially heartbrokenness because you're going to be doing <laughs> things the right way. I mean, how do you build a foundation one block at a time? Get that foundation built. You know, follow the steps of those who have come before us, like Zach, like Tucker, like other great authors. And Zach, you've had the ups. You've had the downs. And I want to talk about the latter right now, your worst worst. Entrepreneurial <laughs> moment to date. Don't pull any punches, brother. Take us there to that moment. Tell us that story.
1: Yeah. What comes to mind for me is we we started this business in summer of 2014. And up until that point, I was the kind of solopreneur, man running a lot of smaller things, kind of getting things to work, but never really scaling them. And I always I always enjoyed that piece. But because i had never grown anything very big i'd never really hit my limits i i i think probably like a lot of entrepreneurs kind of thought i was superhuman and and that there was there wasn't anything that would be too much for me and so As we were starting this business, I was also like, oh, well, we should take on some clients who just want this area of the business and some who just want marketing help and some who just want help with publishing or just who need editing. And we had no team at this point. It was just Tucker and I. And about three months into that, we hit this point where I was... I probably had the the work that should have been for five or 10 people on my plate alone. And repeatedly, Tucker had warned me, he's like, hey, you're taking on too much. And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I, I've got this. I, I'll handle it. And it was the first time where I really ran into a wall of like, I cannot do a good job mm. and deliver at this at this scale unless I build intelligently. And it kind of clicked why people build methodically and think through things. Up until that point, I, I think I'd kind of held this implicit assumption that they were just moving slow because they weren't as ambitious or as excited as I was. And so that that late 2014 period where for the first time in my life, I was, I think, letting down people that I was working with and was over overstressed and wasn't able to take the time to really deliver great results the way that which is one of the things that really motivates me to be an entrepreneur. Uh, That was, that was really a low point. And I guess the positive is the lesson from that was really turning things around and slowing down and doing things one step at a time and, that eventually led us to just doing one thing really, really well, which is which is where Book in a Box came from.
0: Now, what I'm curious about is how you and Tucker actually came together. Now, we had Tucker on the show. He gave a great episode on EO Fire. Definitely recommend you listening to that, at Fire Nation. But he became a pretty big deal a number of years ago. So maybe help us remember, Zach, uh, why Tucker became a pretty big deal a while ago. And then how did you two actually end up finding each other for this project?
1: Tucker, through his, I guess, late, 20s and early 30s, uh, wrote three books that were basically dumb stories of him getting drunk and, and being an idiot to <laughs> to put it nicely. Yeah, so good sum up. <laughs> uh, And and which is which is hilarious for me to see now because he's he's in his early 40s. He's got a wife, two kids, a dog. He's asleep at 9:30 p.m. That's every it, night. Like me too. <laughs> very yeah, very different person. But yeah, he became famous initially as the author of of those books. I hope they serve beer in hell, being being the most famous one. Um, And the way I met him was actually totally separate from that. When I was in college, I was writing an essay about Edward Bernays. And I'd read Tucker's books in the past, and everything I was finding about Edward Bernays wasn't really clicking for me it was it was feeling like they didn't really get it and so finally I found this one article that that like nailed it and and that I was like yes this person gets it and it was written by Tucker Max and I was like is that is that the same guy it can't be that that's too weird of a, of a coincidence and so I ended up emailing him uh, asking for some advice about where I could learn more from people who really who really got it and we'd ended up staying in touch kind of slowly over the years and that evolved into kind of part-time working on some side projects together. Uh, I, I worked for him full-time for, for a few months at one point. And then we both just, fortunately ended up at a point where we were looking for the next thing to work on. Uh, both knew we wanted to do something in publishing and and started experimenting with what worked, and, and Book in a Box came out of that.
0: I mean, Fire Nation, that's why you reach out to people that you admire. You reach out to people, you know, no matter what they've done in the past, because you just never know where that's going to lead. Maybe it leads to no response. Maybe it leads to a brush off. Maybe it leads to like a shocking response. You're like, whoa. I mean, there's so many times when you just do that thing that you'll be surprised at what that result is. Now, Zach, yeah. I would love to hear from you what you want, the listeners of this podcast, Fire Nation, to really take away from your worst entrepreneurial moment and just break it down in one sentence for us.
1: I think a lot of entrepreneurs face this this period of of starting to grow. And if we come into that with the mindset that has served us as we were just getting started, it can it can get out of control. So really kind of taking the the How to scale a business? Kind of advice to heart, and not underestimating it, because as you grow, it's going to be very necessary.
0: Book in a box was a great aha moment. You've had a lot of great ideas over your career as an entrepreneur. Take us to one of those stories of those aha moments, and let's get specific with one. Tell us that story.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny. It kind of ties into to what we're just talking about. The one that comes to mind is that that same mindset, even even after that period, where I said, "All right, I need to." we need to grow a little bit more slowly. I need to know my limits. Uh, and so we started to hire people and the challenge was, and I didn't, I wouldn't have even been able to articulate this at the time, but it, my mindset was really that the business was my responsibility and that everyone I hired, whether it was their title or not, was basically like a, like an assistant to help me with one part of my job. And so when we hired the first project managers, it was like, great, I can have a project manager who takes that off my plate. Um, and that, that worked okay for the first few people. But what I learned as, as we grew was that in order to to have people on the team really work effectively and care about the mission and be functioning in a way that you're not the bottleneck to everything, I really needed to start seeing them as as like team members who were independently responsible for their piece of the business, not... The business as me and everyone just taking a little piece off my plate. And so basically the the full year after that was a a slow process of gradually learning that lesson. And the biggest piece of it was, I guess, about a year and a half into running the company, Tucker and I realized that both of us, great at starting companies, great kind of zero to one people. Uh, great at managing very small teams. But as things were growing, it, it just wasn't the skill set that we had to to manage the growing team. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs just make the assumption that they should go from starting a business to managing it no matter what the size is. They look at Mark Zuckerberg or, or all these other examples of people who started a business and then stayed in charge the whole way up. And what I found was if I was really going to embody this idea that people were owning their piece of the business, and it wasn't all me, that the best decision for the business was to bring someone in to be the, the real leader. So, But a year and a half in, we hired uh, a guy, J.T. McCormick, who uh, you should actually interview as a side note. He's he's incredible. But he was running another company in town, really successful, had done this scaling from 10 to 150 people before, and had all the skills that Tucker and I were missing. And so we, we brought him in, and he's been the CEO of the company for about a year and a half now, and and it's just been amazing. And it's it's crazy and and sad, but also fun for me to watch <laughs> other entrepreneur friends trying to be the leader at 30, 40, 50 people when their skill sets just don't match and it's not what, what is fun for them. And, and knowing that that hiring JT and bringing someone in in that role was, was such a good decision for us.
0: I mean, Fire Nation, the person to take a business from zero to $10 million in revenue, might not be the person to bring it to a hundred million. You have to just realize that. You have to be honest with yourself, with your team. You have to be honest with your business. Like what's for the greater good here? Now Zach, what are you most fired up about this moment?
1: Since the very beginning of the company, I have not written any of the books. I I was involved in the first four or five. Then we had great editors and outliners and, and creatives who were, who filled in that 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 gap uh and just recently for the first time there was a project that i'm so excited about that i jumped in and i'm going to be the writer on and it's about quantum computing Whoa. uh so strangely now i'm i'm down a rabbit hole of being a an expert on quantum <laughs> computing uh the book will be coming out in, in early 2018 but yeah that's that's been a lot of what's on my mind recently
0: in one sentence how do you define quantum computing
1: I don't know if I could do it in one sentence. Traditional computers are all ones and zeros. Quantum computers can basically be probabilities between one and zero, which allows you to do things in a lot less bits, but also means that there's kind of a a probability element as opposed to everything being concrete and yes or no. Wow.
0: I have no interest in that topic. And Fire Nation, (laughs) Don't worry, because you, like me, will have interest in the lightning round when that comes up after we thank our sponsors. There are a lot of things that have me fired up right now, like going from success to significance and my health. These may or may not be of interest to you, but I know something we can all get fired up about is rewards. Allow me to explain. You work hard to create the business and lifestyle you want, so why not have a credit card that works just as hard as you do, This is an offer exclusively for business owners. Get the Marriott Rewards Premier Business Credit Card and let your business take care of you for a change with 80,000 bonus points after you spend $3,000 on purchases in your first three months from account opening. With tons of great benefits including a free night stay every anniversary and five points per dollar spent at participating Marriott Hotels, you'll be rewarded in more ways than one. Here's an idea. Hire this card and put it to work for you. It's time to get down to business. Learn more at MarriottPremierBusiness.com slash fire. That's M-A-R-R-I-O-T-T PremierBusiness.com slash fire. Owning your own business means the buck stops with you. Having a solid system in place to provide the best service to your customers is critical to your success. That's why Zendesk created their platform, to help you build better customer relationships. We all know what it's like to call customer support for help and be transferred around to five different people, only to find out exactly zero of them can help. Did you know that 75% of customers would rather reach out via chat, email, social media, or help themselves? your knowledge base versus calling in. With a smart knowledge base, live chat, phone support, and ticketing all connected in one place, Zendesk streamlines customer conversations. Every channel you need is baked right in and tied to the same analytics and reporting. And companies using Zendesk solve 39% of their customer support questions on the first response. It's time to set up your customer support system with Zendesk. Schedule a demo today and see for yourself. Visit zendesk.com slash fire That's zendesk.com slash fire. Zach, are you ready to rock the lightning round? Yes, sir. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Not much, honestly. So I think I was lucky from the ages of 12 to 20, started a whole bunch of dumb businesses, uh, and so kind of broke down that barrier pretty early on. Uh, Challenge for me was mainly what we were talking about, going from like solopreneur just getting something off the ground to running a more established business.
0: Dumb businesses in your 20s are the best kind, Fire Nation. Learn the lessons. (laughs) What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: I love the quote from, from Musashi, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. I, I found I used to kind of slack off in areas and convince myself that it's because I didn't care about those things and, and realizing that, the, that, yeah, your habits are true across different activities has really impacted kind of who I am as a person.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of how you live your days is how you live your life. And it's yeah. so true. What's a personal habit, Zach, that contributes to your success?
1: so I give a lot of gifts to uh to clients we work with to people we meet um to friends just just overall it's podcast uh, you, yeah it's a podcast hosts. We'll, we'll see it might be a surprise <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell you yet but I know, I know you had John Rulin on who wrote giftology and that um, book was, he gave was me a sauna huge. by the way no way yeah oh so I've got to one up him <laughs>
0: <laughs> go for it brother <laughs> if you could recommend one internet resource what would it be and why
1: so there's a, a tool I just discovered. It's a, a plugin for Chrome called Inbox When Ready. And basically what it does is, I always have the challenge. I don't want to check my email. but. I need to send an email or I need to search something specific. And when I do that, then I see I've got 45 unread emails Yay. and I go down a uh, rabbit hole. So inbox when ready, you go into Gmail, you can still search, you can still send emails, but it blocks the main area of your inbox and doesn't tell you how many new emails you have. Uh, and then it tracks how many times you open it or how many minutes you spend oh, reading cool. your inbox per day so that you can set limits and, and kind of restrict yourself.
0: Do you recommend one book, what would it be and why?
1: Uh, so I'm going to get non non businessy or entrepreneurial again. Uh, there's a book called "Sum" by David Eagleman. He's a neuroscientist. The book is 40 extremely short stories that are basically thought experiments. And I gift that book a dozen times a month. I'm I'm obsessed with it.
0: Zach, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance and the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Best way to connect with me is on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Zach Obrant, Z-A-C-H-O-B-R-O-N-T. Uh, and for anyone who, yeah, wants more info on the book writing side, uh, I set up a page, bookinabox.com fire where you can download our book for free. So that's basically a guide to copy the process that we use with clients on your own uh, to go from idea to finished book a lot faster than you would on your own, uh, including some some templates of the different phases and how to work through those things and some examples of work we've done with our clients. So anyone who's interested in writing a book, go over there and and it'll walk you through the whole process.
0: Amazing. And a parting piece of guidance
1: thinking about my entrepreneurial journey I happen to be like I said someone who like early phases of getting off the ground wasn't wasn't the barrier and so that that focus on on building a real team and a foundation for a growing business and and focusing on that as early as possible uh, is the biggest piece of advice that I would give myself if I could go back three years.
0: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with Z-O and J-L-D today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, type Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, you can type in Tucker to hear Tucker Max's interview it was a great one as well. And bookinabox.com slash fire has a great gift waiting for you. So take action, get over there, check it out. And Zach, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Zach today. And from accomplishing goals to launching podcasts to creating funnels and webinars that convert – I have four, count them, four free courses awaiting you at eofire.com. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side exclusively for business owners. Get the Marriott Rewards Premier Business credit card and let your business take care of you for a change with 80,000 bonus points after you spend $3,000 on purchases in your first three months from account opening. Learn more at marriottpremierbusiness.com slash fire. That's M-A-R-R-I-O-T-T premierbusiness.com slash fire.